the Lord. And I'm here just recording a little bit for you, uh, going before you so that um, you can just experience just a little bit. I'm not going to show you. I'm excited to be back in uh, the building when it is time for us to gather safely. But right now, we are going to just take a moment and worship the Lord together. So let's pray before God. And uh, as we pray, prepare your hearts just for a small, short time of worship. Then we will get into the word of the Lord. Father, I thank you. I give you praise. Lord, as we go into this time of worship, prepare our hearts for the word. Allow us, God, to remove any hindrance and roadblock to your voice and to the revelation that you want to bring. Give us ears to hear what the spirit would say to the church in Jesus name. Amen. Come on, let's worship for a brief moment together. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, there is something about that name, yes, Master, Savior. Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain, Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms. They will all pass away, but there's something about that name, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is something about that name, Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance. After the rain, 
Jesus, yes. Jesus, Jesus. Let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms they will all pass away but there's something about there is something about there is something about that name does anybody know the 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 name bless that name precious name Oh, Jesus, there is a name. Oh, oh, Jesus, there is a name. Does anybody know the name? 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 Bless that name. Him. Oh, that name. Oh, Jesus. There is a name. Oh, Jesus, there is a name. my soul it is well yes it is well with my soul it is well it With my soul, with my soul.
It is well, yes, it is well with my soul, with my soul, with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul, it is well with my soul, with my soul, yeah. It is well, yeah, it is well with my soul, it is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Thanks be to God, it is well. Thanks be to God. Even in the midst of everything going on, we should be grateful that we, as the redeemed of the Lord, can still say, it is well. And the people at Marketplace know your response is, it is so. We believe that if God said it, we are standing firm on the word of the Lord. It is well. It is so. Let us get into the word of the Lord. I pray that that small moment of worship in the Lord's house was a blessing to somebody. Let's get into the word of the Lord. We are on part five, part five of our series on the power of the gospel, part five of our series on the power of the gospel. And we've been talking about the role of disciples, both in walking and exemplifying that power. Now, I'm not trying to go to the next portion of this series prematurely because I believe that we are slightly stuck at a point here where God wants to get some more into us. Um, I know that we're dealing with the moment in between the resurrection and Pentecost. This is the time period that we are in. Pentecost on our calendar is coming up at the end of the month. And we just got finished celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we've been looking at that moment. But I believe that there is something that God is trying to do in the earth during this season. Please hear me prophetically. And I want to be clear. I believe that God is trying to get the global church to focus on what I would consider true revival, 
not not a scheduled revival with a a, a speaker, uh, if you will. But I'm talking about a true outbreak of the glory of God all over the earth. I'm talking about a revival that we didn't plan, a revival that has no earthly personality, but a revival that calls us all back to the altar, a revival that calls us all to our faces, a revival that calls us all to the will of God. I believe that this moment is calling us to reevaluate what matters most, to lay aside weights, to get beyond those things that really we have put in between glory, us and God. I believe God is calling his church, his bride to a place of revival. But in order for us to continue to be in alignment with this call, we as disciples must get our lives in order. We must not only recognize, we must not only recognize, but we must also accept the reality that a disciple must live a life of contrast. Come on, contrast. If I'm going to be a disciple, if I'm going to walk as a student, as a follower, as a believer, as a disciplined student, a disciplined follower, a disciplined believer, I must live a life of contrast. Um, to, to live a life of contrast, that means I'm strikingly different. Um, somebody, somebody ought to just, just go ahead and own that thing this morning. Say, I'm strikingly different. Go ahead and own that DNA, the DNA of a disciple. Somebody just write down, I'm strikingly different. There should be no semblance. There should be no semblance of the world in us in any way. I mean that we should not think like the world. We should not walk like the world. We should not respond like the world. We don't worry like the world. We don't fret like the world. We don't argue like the world. We as disciples should live a life of contrast. And if we're going to live a life of contrast, this really brings me to what I want to focus on because I believe this whole moment, this momentum that God has us in is really stretching some of us. Does anybody feel stretched? If you feel stretched, just go ahead and write, I feel stretched because sometimes you need to know that you're not in this thing by yourself. I'll go ahead and say it for you. I feel stretched. I feel like God is stretching me into a better version of myself. I feel like God is stretching me and, and, and causing me to, to rise up and really walk into the newness of this season and this era that he's calling. I believe that God is stretching the people who are listening to me, that you will finally give God your yes. And I'm talking about your yes without a caveat. I believe that God is stretching his people to a place where we can walk in boldness, where we would not shrink back in fear. And in order for that to happen, in order to live a consistent life of contrast, why Watch this. The disciple must walk in the way of Jesus. Disciples, write this down. Disciples follow the way of Jesus. Write that. Disciples follow the way of Jesus. I'll put it right here. Disciples follow the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus. The way of Jesus. That is our blueprint. And, and let me be clear. When I talk about following the way of Jesus, it sounds simple. It sounds simple. 
But I'm talking about Jesus pulling us back. This is this revival. Jesus pulling us back from some of the other ways that we've been following. What do you mean, preacher? Please be clear. The church has been following the way of trend. The church has followed the way of money. The church glory has followed the way of politics. But true discipleship requires us to follow the way of Jesus. Let me, let me put it like this. To follow the contrasted path. Disciples follow the way of Jesus. Y'all know this verse. John 14 and 6. John 14 and 6 says it like this. Look at this. Y'all know this verse. Jesus said to him, I uh -oh, am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus says, I am the way. If you were to go into the book of Acts and you were to look at uh, Saul and look at that, he was looking for people who are a part of the way. And so who was he looking for? He, were, he was looking for people, not those who simply went to church, but he was looking for people who had a contrasted lifestyle, those who were real disciples, who not only believed uh, Jesus, not only were students of Jesus, but followers. He looked, he was looking for the whole caboodle, those who were part of the way. And we have to really be clear. The way, look, watch this, the way of Jesus does not confine us to church buildings. <laughs> Write that down. The way of Jesus does not confine us to church buildings. I'm here. I'm here now. I'm sitting here and you can kind of hear the echo of the empty building. I'm looking at the place where the people of God gather. But, but we're not confined here. Just because I'm here all alone, that does not mean that God's people are isolated from doing or, or, or held back rather from doing God's work. The way of Jesus, walking in the way of Jesus, behaving in the way of Jesus, living in the way of Jesus, talking in the way of Jesus is not confined to this building. I'm not speaking against the building. There's nothing wrong with the building. I will say that some of us are quickly figuring out that we built buildings that were not, watch this, well equipped for times like this. But we must not be confined to these walls. Being confined to these walls is not the way of Jesus. Confined. Being confined to these walls is not the way of Jesus. Prove it, Bishop. Okay, Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. Again, disciples follow the way of Jesus. Matthew 4. 23. Jesus was going throughout all Galilee teaching in their synagogues. Hold on, Bishop. See, see, there it is. There it is. Jesus went to the synagogue every day. He sure did. As, as, as a Jewish man who was considered a rabbi, he was in the synagogue every day during the daily prayer. He was in there. He was teaching in there. But don't stop there. Read the rest of the verse. He taught in their synagogues. And proclaiming, uh-oh, the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people in the marketplace. 
Let me tell you where the Lord did the majority of his work. Outside of these walls, the majority of the work that Jesus did, the majority of the miracles, the majority of the sermons, the majority of the things in which we shout over did not take place in a building. They took place out among the people. And sometimes when we say that we are following, like Jesus, I'm following you. No, 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 no. The way of Jesus is not the way of the building. The way of Jesus is the way of the work. Glory. The way of Jesus is not the way of simply coming in here and high-fiving with other people who think and act and behave just like you. The way of Jesus is living the contrasted path among darkness. The way of Jesus is going out there so that somebody out there can see that for God you live and for God you die. The way of Jesus, the contrasted path of the disciple is a path that puts you right in the thick of it. And I'm challenging you right now to live the way of Jesus. This is the way. Watch this. Watch this. The way of Jesus is a way of salt and light. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Watch this. Verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Please pay close attention. We are the salt. We are the light. There is no way in the world that the Lord would make his people salt and light only to be confined around other people who are also called to be salt and light. If I'm light, I'm supposed to go be light where there is no light. If I'm salt, I'm supposed to go be salt where there is no salt. Please watch this. Salt, salt, not only was not only was salt something that they seasoned with. Salt is a preservative. So when salt goes into a place, salt has the power to preserve something from spoiling. That means when the believer, when the contrasted believer goes into a place or to a situation, it should be your job. It is your DNA that you're able to preserve that which is about to spoil. Literally, when the disciple walks in the room, something contrasting should happen. If there is darkness, the light should come on. If somebody is on their way to being spoiled, they should be preserved. Let me tell you something else about salt. Salt, it was also used as a currency, which means that when salt comes in the room, even when they come into the room full of people who have no value, value walks in the room and provides value to others. This is the path, the way of the contrasted disciple. If you're going to walk in the way of Jesus, you're going to go to places that nobody else wants to go. You're going to do things that nobody else wants to do. You're going to serve and you're going to enjoy it because this is the path of Jesus and you cannot say that you are willing to follow the path of Jesus but you're unwilling to do what he did Jesus did things and went places and said things and we're like oh but that's Jesus but Jesus says the work that I do shall you do also and greater works than these the works that I do shall you do also the works that I do Shall you do also? Isn't it interesting how we confine that to miracles, but we don't confine, confine that to serving? 
thank you, Jesus. We can find out the miracle. He said the works that I do. So we lay hands on the sick and we do. But he also served. He also wasn't egotistical. He also wasn't big headed. He also didn't think more highly of himself than he ought to think. That's also the way of Jesus. Come on. A contrasted disciple is humble. A contrasted disciple doesn't always have to be out front. The way of Jesus is the way of the servant. The way of Jesus is the way of the of Calvary. The way of Jesus is the way of the cross. That means the way of Jesus is sometimes going to pull out people who are going to speak ill of you. But the way of Jesus is not the way of retaliation. Let me say that again. The way of Jesus is not the way of retaliation. The way of Jesus is the way of love. Glory. The way of Jesus is the way of care. The way of Jesus is the way of grace. The way of Jesus is the way of mercy. The way of Jesus is the way of joy. The way of Jesus is the way of peace. The way of Jesus is the way of power. So if we as contrasted disciples are going to walk in the way of Jesus, some of this stuff we're going to have to shed and recognize that we've been walking in the way of flesh. We've been walking in the way of the world. We've been walking in the way of darkness. But somebody needs to just go ahead and say, I'm coming out of that. I'm coming out from among them and I will be separate. Somebody needs to say right now, I will be a contrasted disciple. I'm going to come out and I'm going to be a real believer, a real follower, a real student. Somebody needs to say, I'm going with God on this one. Glory. I'm going with God. Y'all can complain if you want to, but I'm going the way of Jesus. Y'all can sit here and mumble and complain if you want to, but I'm going with Jesus. You can sit here and talk about what ain't going to work and how it ain't going to come out okay, but I'm going with Jesus. Even right before I got on this camera, please hear me when I say that my phone went off and I began to receive testimonies of people who are seeing the turnaround happen in their life. I'm going with Jesus. Y'all can talk about how many people dying, but I'm going with Jesus. You can talk about how bad it is is, but I'm going with Jesus because the way of Jesus is the way of truth. The way of Jesus is the way of life. The way of Jesus is the way of power. Somebody needs to go ahead and shout with the voice of triumph. I'm going with Jesus. I'm going to walk on the way. I might have some people who don't like me on the way, but I ain't even going to worry about them. I may have some people who spit on me on the way, but I ain't going to worry about them. I might have a cross to bear on the way. I'll come to that in a minute. I ain't going to worry about that. But let me tell you on the other side of all of this I'm going with Jesus because on the other side of that, come on now, I'm going to figure out that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things, glory to God, are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Somebody just go ahead and say, I'm going with Jesus on this one. I'm going with Jesus. I'm going with Jesus. I'm going with Jesus. See, the world needs to see more of these contrasted disciples. The world don't need to see us acting just like them. The world doesn't need to see us complaining just like them. Come on now, you got to live a life of contrast. I think the Lord got us here for a reason. He's trying to prepare us for a Pentecost moment. Don't you understand? Don't you see it, brothers and sisters of Christ, that when, when Jesus was about to send power from on high, he said, go gather and go to one place and get on one accord. I'm trying to gather us around the one accord of a gospel so that when the day of Pentecost has come we can all hear the same sound. When the day of Pentecost has come we can all hear the same voice and that we can see the power rest on God's house. Come on now, for some people we have become Ichabod. The power has departed but I am calling forth for the power to come back to God's house but in order to do it contrasted disciples, we must go the way of Jesus. 
Jesus. Somebody goes, just go ahead and say, I'm going with Jesus. Somebody say, I'm going with Jesus. Somebody shout, I'm going with Jesus. I'm going with Jesus. This means that when we start walking in salt and light, that means that peace comes with us. That means that power comes with us. That means that hope comes with us. That means deliverance comes with us. That means joy comes with us. This is the path of contrast. It requires us. It requires us to walk in the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus. This is what disciples do. This is what disciples do. We walk in the way of Jesus. And when you make a decision, please be clear, because I don't want to leave nothing out. When you make a decision to walk in the way of Jesus, two things I need to say. Number one, you are choosing a way that is narrow. Let me be clear. Go ahead, Matthew 7. Come here. Matthew 7. When you, okay, all right, because some of you right now, you know, you listen, you go, okay, I'm going with Jesus. I'm going with, let me be clear. The way of Jesus is a narrow way, which means there's some stuff you need to stop doing. You can't say you're going with Jesus and you still mean. You can't say you're going with Jesus and you still cheat. You can't say you're going with Jesus and you still lie. You can't. No, 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 no. There's some stuff that you got to say. Listen, I got some things that are still plaguing me, but I want to be delivered. If anybody needs to be delivered who is listening to me right now, I pray deliverance over your life. Even as you are listening to me, I believe that the spirit of deliverance can be right where you are. I rebuke every foul spirit that is trying to come against your desire to fulfill God's will for your life. I rebuke and I just call forth the cleansing power of the Holy Ghost to come right where you are. I believe you can be delivered even through this camera. I believe you can be delivered even though we are not in the same place. I believe in the power of the gospel to reach you right where they are. Right where you are, I believe it. But you got to recognize there's some stuff you're going to have to get rid of. Watch Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Watch this. Verse 13. Enter. Through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide. And the way is broad. That leads to destruction. There are many. Who enter through it. For the gate is small. And the way is narrow. That leads to life. There are few. Who find it. In other words watch. It's a lot of people who going through that broad gate. That broad gate. People love that. People love it, but that narrow gate, few. I'll read it again. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. There are few who find it. Few. A lot of people want to go through that broad gate because the broad gate is easy. The broad gate says, you know, I understand why you cussed him out. The broad gate says, I understand why you hold the grudge. The broad gate says, I understand why you're still bitter. The narrow gate says, listen, I'm going with Jesus on this one. I'm going to live like Jesus. I'm going to forgive like Jesus. I'm going to behave like Jesus. I'm going to restore like Jesus. I'm going to give you another chance like Jesus. I'm going to keep coming back to the table like Jesus. I'm going to treat you like Jesus would treat you. I'm going to love you like Jesus would love you. I'm going to care for you like Jesus would care for you because I'm a contrasted disciples despite what everybody around me says if I was you hold on now listen please hear me when I tell you stop taking the, the advice of unregenerated vessels stop 
taking the advice of unregenerated vessels. People who have not be, been redeemed are not the people who you should be taking advice from. I don't care how many degrees, I don't care how smart they are, and I don't care how much they have climbed up the worldly corporate ladder. You need to take advice from people who are sold out for the path of Jesus. Somebody say, I'm going with Jesus, because disciples follow the way of Jesus. So the way of Jesus is narrow. But let me also say one more thing about that. Just so you're clear. I don't want y'all to think I'm leaving nothing out. Matthew 16. Run there quick. Matthew 16. Matthew 16. You need to understand this. So the way of Jesus is narrow. But the way of Jesus is also the way of denial. The way of Jesus is also the way of denial. And this is where many of us really have an issue with the way of Jesus. Because oftentimes... We don't want to deny ourselves. Mm. I need to let that sink in for a minute. We want what we want so bad that we are willing to disobey God in order to fulfill that desire. The way of Jesus, the way of denial. So are you telling me I'm never going to get the desires of my heart? No, 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 no. What I'm telling you is you got to deny yourself. You got to deny every bit of your flesh so you can receive every bit of what God has for you. Because what you think you want don't compare to what God wants for you. Hey, that was good. What you think you want does not compare to what God wants for you. Matthew 16. Verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes to come after me. He must deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. For everyone who wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Do y'all see that? You want to come after me? You want to go the path of Jesus? That's cool. Deny yourself. Be willing to put everything you want in my hand and trust that I know best. Trust Jesus. It is not the way of passivity. No, 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 no. It is the way of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. When you deny yourself, you're saying, listen, not my will, your will be done. Not about me. Not about me trying to get nobody back. Not about me trying to feel better about it. Lord, you know best. I'm going with God on this. I'm going with the, with the Lord. I'm going the path of Jesus. Lord, this is what contrasted disciples do. Contrasted disciples follow the way, the way of the Lord. And let me tell you this, let me be clear, as I bring this right to a close, very concise what I want to say. The way of Jesus is actually the way of legitimate peace. Because when you try to go your way, you really don't have real peace. You get somebody back and you know, deep down on the inside, you know you was wrong. You connive and you, you, you go around the system and you do what you shouldn't. Deep down, you're carrying something that you know is not right. But when you go the way of Jesus, when you really say, all right, for God I live, for God I die. I'm talking about when you are sold out for the Lord. When you follow the way of Jesus, that's the way of real peace. Watch this. Look at what Jesus said. John 14. John 14. Look at what Jesus said. Verse 27. Peace I leave with you. 
my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Do y'all see that? He says, I got a version of peace that's not the same version of peace that the world gives. He says, peace, I live. Not, not, not like the world gives. My peace, the Lord's peace. That peace is on his path. You only find that peace when you're on his path. How you know that? Watch this. He will give you perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. That word mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, your imagination, that's your character, that is your soul. When my soul is affixed on the way, the path, the mannerisms, the characteristics of the Lord, I'll get a degree of peace that I can't get from the world, that I can't get from anybody giving me anything. I'm talking about a peace that surpasses all understanding, his peace, and that peace is on his path, and his path is narrow. His path has a cross on it, but his his path also has Calvary. His path also defeats death, hell, and the grave. His path also is the path of power. His path, you might lose some friends, but on his path, you will gain more than you could imagine. His path, you might have some people who hurt your feelings, but, but, but watch this. Also on his path, you will have joy unspeakable. His path, you may have some hurts that you cannot explain, but also on his path is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, and there are pleasures forevermore. I'm going with God. A contrasted disciple walks the path of Jesus. But Bishop, where do I start? Where do I start? His way is found by studying him. I am the way. It's where we started. I'm the way. Jesus, if you want to know what the path is, look at me. Look at how Jesus did things. Look at how Jesus handled himself. Look at how Jesus handled pain. Look at how Jesus handled ridicule. Look at how Jesus handled friends stabbing him in the back. But that was Jesus. And that DNA is available to you when you receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. As soon as you get saved and you receive the spirit of the Lord upon your life. Come on now. We should have that within us. Emmanuel. God within us. This is what the contrasted disciples do. We walk the path. And I'm telling you right now as God is preparing his church for revival. We need contrasted disciples. To not take and not go the way of the world. Be salt. Be light. Walk narrow. Carry a cross. Knowing, knowing that he that begun a good work in you is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I pray you receive that. Somebody just say, I'm going with Jesus on this. I'm going with God on this. Come on. Somebody just make a decision to walk the path. I know you might feel like you letting somebody get away with it, but come on now. It ain't about that. Vengeance is his. Walk the path. God got it. Walk the path. The Lord will take care of you. Walk the path. Walk the path. Walk the path. Walk the path. When you don't understand it, walk the path. When it makes no sense, walk the path. When people look at you funny, walk the path. Just live the life of a contrasted disciple. Walk the path. 
all is well. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I pray that word was a blessing to you. I pray that you were able to receive something that you can hold within your heart and that you would be not just a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. I pray that you're willing to walk the path, live a life of contrast, knowing that God has it all in control. He can't fail. As we come to the end of this service, I want to pray for you. If there's anybody who needs prayer, you can feel free to send us an email at prayer at the marketplace movement.com. If you want to give your life to Christ, send us an email there. Somebody will pray with you, will walk with you. If you don't have a church home, send us an email. We want to get you connected. Even now, don't wait. Don't wait until we come back in a building. Don't, don't, don't equate the two. Because watch this, the church still has to work even though we don't have full access to our locations. Jesus didn't wait until he got in the synagogue to accept people into his company. And the church, let me be specific, marketplace, we can't wait until we come back in the building to be prepared to accept people into covenant with where we're going. If you want to be a part of what God is doing here, if you are looking for a church home and you're from another city, if you're from another city and you just want to continue to be in covenant with what we're now calling Marketplace Virtual, you can do that. You can be right here connected to Marketplace Virtual. We continue to, to brainstorm and to determine ways how we can disciple and love on you even virtually. So you may be in another city, you may be somewhere else, and you're trying to figure out how do I connect, how do I become a part of what is going on at the marketplace, please reach out to us. We want to pray and love on and direct you from there. If you want to give, you can do so also at our website, themarketplacemovement.com. We have also implemented a text to give. Uh, for those of you, you know, we had been having some trouble with uh, Cash App for some time. So please don't use Cash App, but you can uh, do text to give. The number will be right here on your screen. The number is right here on your screen. You can go ahead and text to give. When you do so that first time, it'll ask you a couple of questions to set it up. And then from there, it will just be a simple process moving forward. So uh, we have couple of options for you to give. We're trying to fine tune our processes. Please just continue to walk with us as we as we are figuring all of this out in this new era that we're in. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of your continued diligence, your prayer, your love uh, for my family, for our church family. Thank you. And I'm just asking that you just continue to live a life that is pleasing unto the Lord. Continue to live a life uh, that is contrasted to the way of the world. Just continue to walk the path of Jesus. That's God's challenge for us today. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you and give you peace. This is my prayer.